Welcome to the Wild Soul Cast. I'm your host, Anna Kinkela. This is a sacred space where we hold deep conversations on spirituality, conscious leadership, feminism, creativity, and how to more meaningfully and intentionally nurture connection within ourselves and with others. Welcome to episode two of the Wild Soul Cast. I'm going to be diving in today into what it truly means to let go. We hear this phrase used quite often in the spiritual world, let go of this fear or let go of this way of thinking or let go of this person, right? And as is the case with many spiritual concepts, they can sometimes be ambiguous and there's not a lot of how to. And so we often get caught up in, I'm supposed to be doing this and yet I don't truly know how to do it or how to be with myself in this process. And so today I am going to be talking about what it means to truly let go and giving you some suggestions and action steps that you can take in order to practice this. A few nights ago, I held my Wild Moon Circle, which is a circle that I've held since the beginning of the year. And it's with this amazing group of women and we come together at the time of the full moon and really release and let go of things that have been holding us back. And we set some intentions and ways that we really want to be in our life. And one of the beautiful aspects of this circle is just seeing how the women have really transformed and shifted things in their life. And so this topic of what it really means to let go came up for me and it was discussed within the group, not directly, but was definitely being reflected in the way that we were speaking about it. What I truly loved about what they shared and how they reflected on their growth journey since being in the circle is that they really described their growth process, not as a straight line, but as a spiral. And this is actually really important to remember when we talk about letting go. So I think in the Western world and the way that we tend to think about things, we see growth as the straight line that goes from point A to point B. So currently we are here and we want to be over there. And so there's all of these steps we need to take, A, B, C, D, E, F, G, in order to get to where we want to be in our life and our business. But the way that these women were talking about their growth was much more of a realistic and genuine reflection of how growth happens in our life, meaning It's very rare for us to go from point A to point B in a straight line. Most of the time, if not all of the time, 
we tend to swerve, we tend to go up, we tend to go down, and it's never a completely straight line. And more often than not, there are not these automated, structured, static steps that we take in order to get to where we want to go. The reality is, is our growth journey is very much like a spiral in that there's kind of this very slow revealing process of things along our journey that come to the surface that we need to give witness to, that we need to understand before we can really move on to the next step and really turn the corner and shift into a different space within our life. So the symbol of the spiral, which is a very old symbol, is really emblematic of the fact that we live our life from this unconscious realm. The unconscious realm really dictates a lot of how we are in the world and the patterns that show up in our life. And through the growth process, as we move through the spiral, the hidden places, the unconscious places get revealed gradually, not in a one, two, three, four step process, but through us really truly being with ourselves, being mindful with ourselves, intentional, and letting go from a place of acceptance rather than rejection. And this is really at the core of where I see people getting frustrated with letting go of things and getting frustrated at things coming back into their lives that they thought they had let go. And the core of the frustration is that there's this unspoken expectation that you are going to move within your journey in a straight line. In other words, we talk a lot about oh, if you want to be a successful business owner, you need to do these things in order to do that. Or if you want to be successful in your life or have family or et cetera, et cetera, this is how you should be, right? There's all these unwritten rules. And the rules can sometimes make us think that there is this kind of straight line to success or a straight line to, you know, being a happy person in your life. And the reality is, is that none of it's straight. All of it is messy at its core because as individuals, we all come with our own individual um, challenges and obstacles, and it is part of our journey in order to untangle those things and really be with ourselves. And that helps us unveil what our particular journey looks like because our particular journey is not going to look like anyone else's. And so this is at the core of where I really see people getting confused and tripped up and getting into a kind of cycle of guilt and shame about their life or their business or their journey is there's this unwritten expectation that it's going to be a straight line when in reality, everything is a spiral and it's not clean and it's not cut in perfect pieces. And sometimes you are just confused and lost and you're meant to be confused and lost in that moment because it has something to teach you. And so where does letting go fit within this discussion? 
One of the things that I hear quite often is, I thought I let this go. I thought I worked through this already. And I am so angry. I'm so frustrated that I am here again. I hear that so often because when clients come in and work with me, usually they've done a bunch of self-development work, they've read a lot of books, they've seen therapists, other coaches, and generally speaking, the reason why they're coming to me is they've tried a lot of different things and they're still in this space of, this is showing up for me again and I'm so angry and I thought I did the work that I needed to do in order to resolve this. And this is where we then come back to what it actually means to let go. When we are setting intentions and we're setting the intention to let go of something for like a full moon or a ceremony, or we're just recognizing that there's a shift happening and there's a need for us to release something, the place that our mind goes is, okay, I'm letting this go. This is it. I'm wiping the slate clean. And once I do this, it is out of my life and I am banishing it, putting up a wall, closing the doors, locking them, and it is no longer there. It almost kind of reads like a to-do list or a checklist of, oh, I've released my shame and guilt over this and I am moving on and we are moving on to step number two on the list of what I need to do to get to where I am going. And so this is really the ultimate place where we get into conflict within ourselves and why we don't actually let go of the thing that we're wanting to let go of because instead of integrating what we want to let go of within ourselves, we are actually doing the act of rejecting something within ourselves. And the more that we reject what's within us, the more that part of us actually fights to stay a part of our experience because it wants to be heard, it wants to be seen, it wants to be witnessed because that which you are rejecting is actually the key to you healing it. So what I often see is letting go and the act of it actually being used as a weapon against us that we use against ourselves. And so it's really important to always put any type of letting go within the context of the spiral. That letting go isn't about checking it off your list and considering yourself as evolved past that or as being done with something, but instead really approaching letting go from the perspective of how can I integrate this into myself, embrace it, and help that become the anchor that really helps me truly embody this new awareness, this new way of being, so that when I truly step into this new energy, I'm not repeating the same patterns. I'm not doing the same things because instead of rejecting it, I have integrated it. Letting go is not about chopping a part of you off. It is about peeling away a layer so that you can reveal another layer. So the spiral can also be described really 
like an onion. And I've heard this analogy being used quite a bit that we are like onions. We really need to peel the layers to get at the center. And in the same way, that's how I see the spiral is we are peeling away each layer of conditioning in order to reveal a truer version of ourselves. And as we continue to move through that process, continue to ascend in the spiral, we continue to remove the layers, but we come back to some of the same things that we've released in the past, not because we've failed to release them or because, you know, we haven't learned what we're supposed to learn, but rather we're coming back to it because it is showing up in a different form, in a different disguise. And it's part of what we need to resolve in order to unlock the next layer. But what is crucial about the art of letting go is that before we can truly, quote unquote, let go of something, we really have to witness it within ourselves, sit with it, understand it. And that is part of how we truly integrate it. When we approach letting go from this space of, I just want to get rid of it and move on to the next thing in my life, then we are actually creating more resistance And then you might cognitively let something go, but not energetically let something go. So that is a crucial and important difference between how we approach ourselves. And true integration really happens from the space of acceptance and the space of being willing to hold the icky, the undesirable parts with compassion. And so when we're able to do that, when we're able to witness it, then we are truly able to shift into something different because we've integrated it within us instead of rejected it. And I like to kind of use the analogy of when you think about a fight between two people and one of those people are starting to raise their voice. The other one then starts to raise their voice. And pretty soon you kind of have a power struggle that is unfolding with each person raising their voice more and more and really kind of struggling to diffuse this situation. And so the same can be said with the way that we relate to all of our different parts. So the part of us that we want to let go of is not usually willing to be let go of. It's probably a part that has actually helped you in some ways, um, even though it's also perhaps created a lot of obstacles for you. But that part of you wants to be seen and witnessed for how they've protected you, for how they've helped you. And that part of you also has its reasons for why it's trying to hold on to you so much because it's afraid. It is fearful that if you let go of that part, it is going to result in you getting hurt in some way. So the more that you engage in the power struggle and you engage in the fight and you kick and scream and you get angry at it and you reject it and you try to push it away, the more that part of you fights 
in order to stay where it is within you to continue being the powerful presence that it is in your life. And so the more that you can actually diffuse and create a situation within you where you are not fighting within yourself or you're not kicking and screaming, but you are approaching yourself from the space of acceptance, compassion, and understanding, the less you'll be engaging in those power dynamics within you. The art of letting go is also really about learning how to overcome the fear of releasing a part of the ego that has protected you in some way. So this is why oftentimes there might be the experience of letting go of something with your mind, but not letting go of it with your whole body, not letting go of it energetically, because there is such fear of releasing fearful ego stories, releasing parts of ourselves that keep us in a certain comfort zone. So even though we might cognitively understand that something has been an obstacle for us, for us to actually energetically let go of something, it has to be in a full bodied way. So you have to be on board with the letting go on all levels while recognizing the resistance, while recognizing the fear, doesn't mean it's not going to be messy, right? But it does mean that you are trusting and taking the side of your soul and knowing deep down that it is what is right for you. So even with within the midst of the fear and the resistance, you are still embracing your truth. You are still embracing what feels right for you. And you are energetically letting go of the attachment that you have with that ego story, with that block within you, which is why the witnessing and the understanding of what you are letting go of, like being able to truly sit with it is so important within that equation within you letting go of the attachment. Because you really have to face your fear. You have to really understand at a deep level why this part of you has been an obstacle and what the growth within that space is for you. So instead of rejecting it, instead of not wanting to understand it, instead of wanting to run away from it, you are sitting in it, you are looking at it, and you are witnessing yourself for how it has served you, for how it has gotten you to the place that you're in right now, for how it has helped you survive and be resilient and powerful. And that is exactly why I don't believe in making the ego the villain in the story, which I think we often do, like kill the ego, get rid of it, right? The ego has helped you and there are positive aspects of the ego. And there are all of these unconscious ways that the ego really takes over power, your power in your life and drives the bus. So it's important to distinguish Like this is a place that has helped me and it's also sometimes gone into the extreme and really driven my life in a way that I don't want it to. So, you know, it's, this is kind of where the mess is, right? It's, there's no perfect way of being with it other than just 
understanding, sitting, and giving it compassion and love and a holding space. So if something is coming up for you again and you're having this reaction of, I've already dealt with it, I've already released this, I've done my work on it, there are really two questions that you need to ask yourself. The first question is more about understanding from what space you were letting go of something. Was it from a very cognitive space? Like I'm releasing this very cognitively, but I'm not really doing the deeper work with it. Was it from a space of, I just want to get rid of this and move on and not have to deal with it anymore. I want to reject it. This feels uncomfortable for me and I want it to be over, right? Like what was the energy and the spirit of the letting go? And then the second question is really asking you to reflect on whether this is the same old thing that you've let go of or whether it is another iteration of the core of the quote-unquote issue and whether it's just kind of resurfacing at a different level, at a different place within the spiral. So not that it's showing up in the exact same way, in a way that's telling you you haven't done the growth that you were quote unquote supposed to do or that you had already resolved, but rather that it's showing up in a different form within a different layer that has to be untangled and looked at at a deeper level. If it's the first one, know that That's the reason it's coming back to you and that this is a beautiful opening and a beautiful space and opportunity for you to do the deeper work with it and see what unfolds from that space. And if it's the second one, then know that this is the next unveiling of your journey. It's the next step in the spiral and that it's not a reflection of you failing at the growth that you've already done or the work that you've already put in, but it's just the next level of your leadership, the next level of your embodiment. The art of letting go is at its core, the recognition of the subtle energies that are moving within you to create the space for you to actually let go of something. And so everything that we are talking about within this episode is really about discernment within yourself, discernment of what truly feels embodied for you and what feels like lip service. And on a deeper level, the discernment is really about understanding the difference between when we haven't been able to move past a block and when we really have grown, but that obstacle or that mental block has just shown up in a different way within our journey that is completely relevant and necessary for where you are heading next, for where you are going next. And now let's dive into the how to of letting go. I've talked about the importance of really the embodiment piece, which means that we are not just consciously and cognitively recognizing something, but that we are really recognizing it within our body and within our whole experience on all of the layers of our awareness. So embodiment is very much about 
making the unconscious conscious and being able to access that through the body and also feel it through the body. Some of that has to do with digging into the past and some of that has to do with really taking action steps that can help you embody the future self that you are becoming. But for the purposes of this conversation and what we're talking about in terms of letting go, the first step in the process is to really locate where the obstacle, where the situation, where the issue is in your body. So when you think of the thing that you want to let go of, the thing that is causing you pain or um, discomfort in your life, where is it in your body? Where is it located? What does it feel like in your body? What shape does it take? Is it heavy or is it light? Is it coarse or is it smooth? The more that you can tune into its qualities, the more real and alive that it's going to be for you. The more that you will actually learn about the thing that you are releasing and letting go of. Understanding where this space is within your body creates an opening for you to be curious about it. So instead of fighting it, you are exploring it. Instead of pushing it away, you are asking it questions and opening up space for you to learn more. When you can get into the energy of curiosity about the things that make you uncomfortable, it significantly shifts your relationship to it because then you're not running away from it. You're just trying to understand more about it. And as you get to know the space in your body where this heaviness or this obstacle resides, you can oftentimes actually remove some of the layers to it and naming it and seeing it within the body can create an opening for you to dive deeper into it and understand it at a whole um, other level. I've had clients who, when we've sat within the obstacle, within the thing that's kind of keeping them stuck, when we've sat with it in their bodies, they've been able to really unearth and dive deeper into something that was playing out for them in the unconscious realm that they weren't even consciously aware of. So sometimes the thing that you are letting go of, the thing that is creating the obstacle is actually the gateway into a deeper understanding of you and a deeper unearthing of something that's kept you stuck for a good long while. And that can be a beautiful gift and a beautiful homecoming into yourself. As you are tuning into where this obstacle rests in your body that you want to let go of, the first step is definitely acknowledgement and identification of where it is. The second step is really diving a little bit deeper into it, describing it, seeing it, feeling it. The third one is getting curious about it, asking questions, exploring further. And then the fourth is really allowing yourself to experience the space in your body as not something that's static, but something that will ebb and flow and shift and change shape. And a way that you can do this is to really mindfully draw breath into that place in your body. And just notice what happens without expectation. Notice whether this 
object, this place in the body starts to shift and change and transform, or whether it stays the same. And just see what kinds of feelings, what what thoughts come up, what images or memories emerge from the process. So these are all ways that you can explore this space that you want to let go of a little bit deeper um, and bring things that have been in your unconscious reality to the conscious realm. In this way, if you approach the letting go through the body first, you are able to give yourself an opportunity to witness it, to understand it, to hold it within you before you do the act of releasing and letting go. And through that process, you might end up unveiling other things, deeper things, and that can actually help you to let go of something at a more whole level. The second piece of the letting go process is to really work with what you are wanting to let go of within the meditative space. So envisioning that part of your body within the meditative space and then mindfully envisioning it leaving your body and releasing from your body. Within the meditative realm, something that has come up with some of my clients and something that has come up within my own experience is that sometimes that part of you, that thing that you're trying to release and let go of, doesn't actually want to move through your body or through your experience. Like you might be having a hard time visualizing it. You might be having a struggle drawing breath into it. And that generally means that there is something else there that needs to be addressed. And perhaps it's not actually time for you to let go of that thing. So that is a beautiful space for you to then recognize my ego self wants me to let this go. But something within me is telling me that there's something else I need to sit with here, something else I need to be present with here. And that's when you really take a pause and you start to dig a little bit deeper to see what that thing is. And maybe it's not that you need to set the intention of letting that particular thing go, but set the intention of just being willing to sit with the discomfort of not being able to let it go at this time. Both of these parts can be done really beautifully within the context of a full moon ritual or ceremony that you do with yourself. So it doesn't have to be super involved. It's more about creating the intention and the space for you to witness the thing that you are releasing or letting go of and being open to it unfolding for you in a way that perhaps you weren't expecting and being open to the experience of it. The other piece on the back end that's important to do in order to complete the letting go and releasing process is whatever you're letting go of, right? If it's willing to move through your body and release out of you, that you are doing in your life, taking action steps in your life that are in alignment with that letting go. So to give you an example, if you are letting go of the belief that you are unworthy, that you are not enough, right? On the back end of that, 
then the intention is that you are going to act as if you are worthy, that you are going to be embodied within the belief that you are enough. And so how can you support that belief? How can you support that embodiment in your everyday? And this is part of the spiral is that as you let go of this through a full moon ritual ceremony or within whatever container you would like to, through the next moon cycle, through the next several weeks, that shadow part might appear for you. It's so easy for us to go back into old ways of being, into conditioned ways of being. And so the fact that you were present with it before will help you identify when it pops up for you again, when it shows up, and then you can meet it once more and really mindfully and intentionally choose not from the space of conditioning, but from the space of unconditioning and taking action steps that help you uncondition that thought and that belief in how you are in your life. And that's why letting go is an art. It's not something you can do surface level. It is something you have to keep on showing up for within yourself in a compassionate and loving way in a way that actually creates space for you to witness what is at the core of that obstacle, at the core of the letting go that you want to initiate. And so much of this is actually just being with your fear, with the fear of what it means to let go of something that has helped you in many ways, that has been a coping strategy for you, because the fear is real the fear that something is going to be stripped away from you and you're going to be left there vulnerable, right? Those fears are real. And oftentimes the way that we think about them is far more scary than what they actually are in reality. And then on another level, there's also the fear of if I let this go and I actually get what I'm trying to get in my life, there's a fear of that happening for you because then you have to live up to this person, this way of being. And that can be scary too. It can be scary to be successful in your business. It can be scary to finally truly love yourself. That is a growth edge in and of itself. And it's a place that you also have to face your fear and understand that that can be a block to letting something go. So there's layers to this and complexities and subtleties and and it's beautiful. And it's such a wonderful opportunity for you to witness yourself and create space for yourself at a whole different level. And what I want you to carry with yourself from this episode, if nothing else, is that There is no failure in the art of letting go. Every part that comes up for us repeatedly in our life is either there to be witnessed at a different level, or it's either there to teach you something about how you can be with yourself at a deeper level. So none of it is wasted time. And all of it is progress. 
you are making progress with every book that you read, with every podcast you consume, with every coach that you mentor with, with every single journal entry that you do. It is progress. It is growth. It is transformation on some level. And so try to really be compassionate with yourself and know that there is a rhyme and a reason for why things resurface. And if nothing else, it can help you reach deeper and deeper levels of embodiment, which is something that we all move through. We can always embody at a deeper level. It doesn't mean that we have to do better and be better. It just means that it's part of our natural journey and evolution as we go through our lives and as we grow in our leadership. Thank you so much for joining me on this episode of the Wild Soul Cast. If this episode resonated with you, if this podcast resonates with you, I'd love for you to leave a review to let us know. And if you haven't already, please subscribe to the podcast so you can get the latest updates on when I upload new episodes. And otherwise, thank you for being in this space with me in this community. And I look forward to seeing you next week. 